0: Hey, hi again listeners, uh, Big Ol here, it's kind of great chatting to you again in January as it is now, and uh, yeah, pretty cool. Anyway, um, I was really, really sort of wondering what to talk about this week because I really want to talk about weavers, but sometimes it can be very tricky and, and, uh, and um, maybe monotonous sometimes, but, and then <laughs> a few days ago we were... Um, birding down the, the coast, just down the road from us. And uh, we found this beautiful pair of, of grey crowned cranes. Um, we heard this noise, you know, we stood on the side, and we looked. We heard this noise, we looked down the bank, and there was this female making a, a lot of noise. We I mean, were wondering and walking away, and what the heck is going on here? We looked back, looked around there, and you know what we found? We found a nest. Oh, my goodness. I'm telling you, I'm so stoked. There's a nest. Uh, from what we can see, there's... Um, Two eggs in it and so we're very chuffed about this uh, having this um, pair but we're really scared about uh, not wanting to spook these birds so we were thinking about raging and setting up a camera but we'll see how it goes but you know what i think i am going to speak about the weavers and of course their nests uh, so well let's begin with that one weaver or weaver birds whatever you want to call them they're a group um of a lot of different families. I remember last the last time we spoke. I spoke about passerines or passerines, whatever the way you want to say it. And um, anyway, they are actually from that family, and they are basically related to finches. Believe it or not, here in um, our area we have fifteen species, and uh, most of the weavers are basically yellow in colour or have yellow in their colours. But there are, uh, a few do differ, like the chestnut weaver and the thick-billed weaver, the red-billed weaver, uh, and a few others, and the um, sociable weaver. The red-billed buffalo weaver, in fact, has got a lot more black in it. So that's something a little different. The weavers get their name, and I think it's quite obvious. Um, by the way, they weave their, their nests, these intricate, beautiful nests. They um, weave green grass into their nests and uh, we'll basically um, discuss that just now. Mostly they live um, around about 10 to about 15 years. Uh, some in captivity, are, obviously they all last a bit longer, but uh, normally 10 to 15 years. You know what, let's talk about their nests now, as it's basically in my mind at the moment. Um, their nests are really, really extraordinary structures. The nests, uh, you know, they come in various shapes and sizes. But um, some of them are, are quite untidy, you know, like the buffalo weaver, and you have these very incredibly woven nests, um, and we have these other extraordinary giant nests that they have of the social weavers, which are, house up to sometimes five hundred weavers in one nest. That's absolutely amazing. These these birds are just incredible. But most of the individual nests are cylindrical in shape, you know, with a down, sort of downward facing, narrow entrance uh, that are usually situated next to water. Um, and as I've said, the, the entrances do face downwards as and they make them as narrow as possible because they want to deter thieves and uh, potential predators. Some of them have even uh, very long tubes extending even further down from the nest, and well, from the nest body as such. Um, these weavers mostly, uh, once they've selected a good site for their nest, they start to loop and they weave their strands of grass, uh, you know, or maybe strips of leaves around uh, ends or you know, maybe one or two branches in a tree. And they normally create a loop first. Once they've created this loop for the nest body, then they start uh, building this hollow um, body uh, by weaving in and out of each other. And they finish that before they sort of add the tubular entrance, which you know, done basically last. The males are, are, are the main builders of of uh, weavers. A little later, I'll discuss a, a few of the weavers, and you'll see that um, some of the females do help, but uh, mostly they leave the females uh, the responsibility of um, selecting their breeding partner. Uh, they do this based on location, maybe design and comfort of the nest, which possibly will you know, ensure them a good genetic quality for the father of her offspring, along maybe a safe home for her eggs. Um, the males will build new green nests from, as I said before, fresh green grass, etc. And uh, a lot of them, once they've finished, they'll make a lot of noise and flutter around and hang on the bottom of the nest to try and win over the lady. And I'll tell you, if this doesn't work, they'll start again. You'll break down the other one and he will build up a new nest and you'll try again and again and again. He doesn't always win the lady the first time. What a job. But I'm going to discuss now um, one of the few um, weavers that we do have locally. We have the Cape uh, weaver, which is um, um, the male. is Well, they're all basically about 17 centimetres in length and they have... Uh, it's a fairly large weaver uh, with a long pointed black bull and, and it's got very pale eyes. The breeding male has a um, yellow underparts and, and, and head with like a sort of a orangey brown face mask. And uh, the, the, the bull is brown. Uh, the, the cape weaver will build his nest and try and attract a female to it, as I said before. He hangs upside down from the nest. It flaps his wings like crazy and he makes this like, strange buzzing call. But before the female will accept the nest, she will test the quality, she will try and pull it apart from the inside, but once she's accepted the nest, the the male will then start building the uh, entry tunnel, whilst the female aligns the inside with feathers, grass and leaves. Um, The other one we have is the golden weaver, very similar to the cape weaver, um, also large, also about 17 centimetres in length. They are... Uh, they've got a very heavy black bull, very pale yellow eyes as well, but they've got yellow underparts and heads onto the chest. Uh, so they're very, very, very yellow. Uh, their nests are basically sort of kidney-shaped, but they, they don't have an entry tunnel. They just have what, they, what we like to say, a veranda. Uh, they're normally built on the tip of branches or reeds, but always mostly hanging over water. The other we have is the les- lesser mast weaver. Um, and his breeding colors, you know, he has a black mask which extends uh, to the center of his head or the crown, as we say, and uh, his bull is black. His upper plumage and wings are basically yellow and black, um, with the rest of his body being yellow. The males will build the nest from like sort of green strips of reeds and grass or even palm leaves, and once they've uh, sort of finished, they Uh, It's like a round woven structure. And he, of course, will also display around the nest to attract uh, the female's attention. And, of course, if she accepts the nest, she'll line the nest with soft grass, and uh, the male will build a a short entrance tunnel. So, you know, these are not really long tunnels. And they normally take about 9 to 14 hours to build these these nests, let me tell you. And uh, I can say, on average... Uh, a lot of these weavers will do about three to five nests before a female will ex- uh, accept his nest and then, of course, come and breed. Uh, they're only used once, and um, the lesser mast weavers ones are attached to th- very thin branches and also hang uh, often, you know, over water, etc., to mostly to discourage um, any predators. So, you know, that's one of the main reasons why they do it over water. The next one I want to talk about is the village weaver. Uh, it used to be called uh, spotted back weavers and uh, these are the most common species um, of of weaver in South Africa and uh, during the breeding seasons you know mostly during the breeding seasons there's only time you can really sort of a lot of the time sort of judge which is uh, which um, because they uh, this specific one has a yellow forehead and a crown he's got like a black mask that um, extends only only to the front of his uh, forehead his nape and the back of his neck and his breasts are yellow and he's got this heavy, heavily like blotched back. That's why they used to call it the Spotted Back Weaver. And his eye is actually red, and uh, the bull is black. Their nests are also suspended from hanging branches. Uh, they're normally around about uh, six metres or so, or higher. Um, they're very colonial, you know, and they normally have a lot of nests uh, in a tree, maybe 200 nests sometimes in a tree, and um, and some have as many as 100 nests in, in, in a season. Uh, during their breeding the the male uh, village weaver will uh, do a little mating dance while hanging upside down to try and attract the female to his nest and of course when she accepts uh, then she'll come in and and, and line the nest with feathers and grass and leaves then we have the southern mast weaver Um, he's very similar in appearance um, to the Village Weaver, but uh, the Village Weaver is slightly larger. And um, during the breeding season, the Southern mast Weaver is um, distinguished from the Village Weaver by, you know, he doesn't have this blotched back. And um, as I said, he is slightly smaller. And he's got a more of a yellow forehead and crown. Uh, he's got a black mask uh, which extends only to his forehead, uh, the nape, and uh, oh, the back of the neck. sorry, excuse me. the back of the neck and breasts are also yellow, but his eyes are red, and uh, his bills are black. The southernmost uh, weaver will um, build its nest and try and attract a female to the nest, and very familiar to, or similar to, the other ones I spoke about. And of course, she's the same. If she accepts, she'll line the nest, and then she'll uh, carry on with their normal lives. Now I'm going to also talk about the red-billed buffalo weaver um it's the largest weaver in um south africa it's around about 23 centimeters and um, the male has a really red bull and legs but mostly just a black plumage everywhere uh, it's got shoulder patches which are lightly flecked you know with white and there's also on the primary edges of its wings they are uh, flecked with a bit of white as well the red uh, buffalo weaver is, is is different it'll have a few females at once uh, they're very colonial, but uh, t- a typical male, um, you'll you'll have up to, you'll make a nest with up to about eight nest chambers and numerous females, so you know where that fits into in our lives. But anyway, uh, it's fairly untidy, but it's um, normally built in the north or, or sort of northeast quadrant of, of any tree, so if you're down that side and you're looking for them, then uh, that's, where they, that's where you'll find these nests, the man and his woman. The social and I have are something totally, totally different. They build large permanent nests uh, for a whole community of birds. Um, they're normally found around uh, where it's stiff dry grass and they usually build around trees, etc. And um, some of the nests are actually built, um, in fact they, they, they're the biggest or largest uh, structures ever built by any birds is um these nests from the social weavers uh, as I was I, was, I was saying just now I got distracted a bit but uh, they are usually found you know, you know spread through branches of certain trees um they've also been known sort of to take advantage of um, telegraph poles and other sort of torn tall kind of man-made structures and, and 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 a lot of people believe this is what actually accounts for these um birds moving out of their territories to other territories as these um these telegraph poles, you know, they, they they stand out and they come and put their nests on there and they move further down and further down. But anyway, they normally resem, uh, resemble a huge pile of like, hay, you know, and they have got entrance holes all placed beneath uh, this huge, huge pile of hay to um, stop nest invaders sort of coming and helping themselves. Um, uh, the other thing is... Um, they find themselves, because it's right at the bottom, they build a, a big, um, it actually helps them when it becomes very hot in the heat of the day and at uh, you know, night you get these brisk nighttime temperatures. Um, so that's why they tend to sort of stay close to each other because in that way they, you know, there's more heat and um, it'll help them sort of raise their young to ride out extreme weathers, you know, either evening and or in the, in the night in relative comfort. But um, all the time they 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 think they're fairly safe in, in numbers because they're surrounded by most of their species, or all, and they and they use a sort of safety in numbers attitude. But um, it has been found that basically uh, this safety in numbers doesn't well obviously it works because they're sort of carrying on with their breeding, but the mortality rate can be right up to about eighty percent um, of the young ones not making it to adulthood. Okay, I'm going to discuss um, some of the other weavers that we find locally. We've got the dark-backed weaver which is mostly in the coastal and uh, lowland evergreen forests and it also has got like a woven nest which hangs from a thin violet tree. They're really, really, really pretty bird. They've got like a dark on their back and very yellow um, underneath but they, they've got a beautiful call and they they are fantastic birds. Around about where I live, there's, there's, there's lots of them around. We have the chestnut weaver, which is mostly found up in the Namibia area in these uh, drier type thorn felts or riverine type woodlands. And um, they have a more retort shaped um, uh, nest. Uh, The red headed weaver, uh, which we find mostly in the savannah, they're fairly common. And uh, their nesting and courtship kind of last for a few days at a time. And while they're doing this, sometimes the female actually helps the male with a nest. So go, go, red-headed weavers, you know. Why not get the lady to help? We have the thick billed weaver, which I think is one of the most beautiful nests. And mostly found in, in wetlands and, and, and rivers, you know, during the breeding season, I'm talking about mostly. And they built really, really compactly and, and tightly. And uh, they normally attach to about two um bulrush reeds. And I've actually this last weekend, um, that's what made me want to talk about weavers. I actually got saw a lot of um, young ones out feeding, holding on to the reeds and the male female trying to feed them. And they're making a hell of a noise. And then there's the young ones that are sticking their heads out of the nests. I've got some really, really good photographs. So I really, really enjoy the thick-billed weaver. We have the white-brown sparrow weaver, which is uh, common to sort of semi-arid open acacia or mapani. Um, savannah they've been known to sort of um, make their nests in suburban gardens as well but um, they normally build them after rains and they're kind of like really really untidy they're also retort shape uh, nests but listen to me I've said there's a word retort shape a few times but it's just me being clever but you know the retort is basically a a spherical uh, shape thing that they use for distillation uh, uh, distillation, you know, of of, of ingredients, etc. In the old times, they'll go spherical cool shape with this like uh, extended down-facing tube, and this is where they get their name retorts. I just thought I'd be <laughs> a little clever, but anyway. The other one is the um, scaly-feathered weaver, uh, which is also in dry acacia, thorn scrub, and, and, you know, it's mostly in the north as well. They make a little hollow ball of dry grass, and with a kind of spout like side entrance which you know is built but mostly they they, they do their, their, their building of these uh, nests and this uh, very aromatic pensier bushes and and we think possibly because of the smell and the, uh, and and this actually keeps most of the parasites away so it's one of those uh, things that I like to add so this is basically all I'm going to talk about at the moment about weavers. There's so much more to talk about, but I might touch on it again sometime later or refer to it a bit later. There are other weavers as well. That we have in Southern Africa, but a little bit further. Um, there are not too many around, but um, the quick facts. Uh, you know, just to give you a quick basic um, summary, the, the quick facts that we talk about is that male weavers they tend to build a nest, but, but except for a few, and. Um, the weaver birds are the only birds recorded with the ability to tie knots. Isn't that amazing, eh? Absolutely amazing. Uh, the sociable weavers, as we mentioned earlier, their nests are the largest structures built by birds. And um, the one thing I can say is, you know, when you're looking at these yellow birds or yellow weavers from a distance and you want to try to identify them, sometimes it will confuse you. But just look at the eye colouring, that will definitely help you with our identification of these birds. Okay folks, I think that's me for now and um, uh, be lovely. it's been lovely chatting to you again and, and I look forward to bringing in my next uh, talk in two weeks time but if you feel you want me to talk about certain type of birds please drop a line um, on, on on the site and, and, and uh, either on Facebook or uh, one of the others and then uh, I can talk about um, those birds. So for now, from Big Al, cheers.